You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now, the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. This two-part look at the work of writers Betty Comden and Adolph Green originally aired in 1986. Comden and Green are best known as the screenwriters of arguably the best film musical ever, Singing in the Rain. Here on Anything Goes, a look at their remarkable time on Broadway. This is Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater, past, present, and future. I'm your host, Paul Lazarus. Today, the second of two conversations with Betty Comden and Adolph Green, the writers whose 40-year career on Broadway has given us many of the American theater's greatest show tunes. Just in time, I found you just in time. Before you came, my time was running low. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy Make just one heart the heart you sing to When you think you've hit the bottom And you're feeling really low You mustn't be discouraged There's always one step further down you can go New York in 16 hours Anything can happen in those 16 Bells Are Ringing, the 1956 musical hit by Comden and Green and composer Julie Stein, was written to showcase the talents of their old friend, Judy Holliday. Comden and Green racked their brains to come up with the right role for her. 
we sat around a long time trying to come up. We wanted to write an original, we tried to get an idea, and then it was one of those accidents of happening to glance at the back of a New York telephone directory and seeing an ad for the answering service there with the, uh, the girls sitting, answering switchboard, and she seemed like, what, a new, a new modern heroine. And I said to Adolf, well, I didn't have an answering service. I said, you have an answering service. Uh, what's it like? Where is it? And he said, well, I've, nev I've never been there. I said, well, why don't we find out where it is and go at least and look at an answering service, see what they look like. And we found out that it was right around the corner from Adolf's house. And it turned to be a little brownstone. You know, really? And uh, much, we as, much like what you saw on stage, actually, and finally. And we walked in. There was a nice, plump lady sitting there. And she lifted the phone and said, uh, Gloria Vanderbilt's residence. <laughs> uh, we knew An we idea had. was born. Yeah. <laughs> a sad story, girls, but it need not have happened. Perhaps during the time you were out, he called, but no one was there to answer your telephone. Don't let the same thing happen tomorrow night. But what can we do? Subscribe to an answering service. Use Suzanne's phone. Suzanne's phone? Yes, it gives and takes your messages as it does for business executives, doctors, and theater celebrities on New York's smart east side. Now, this is what can happen when you subscribe to Suzanne's phone. Just in time to be the hit of that score. Uh, just or in time. Tell the story. Yeah. Well, just, ah. just in time was a hit around town before it had any words because Julie was playing da 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 and oh. singing just those words to it. No, the idea came. We were looking for a a, a simple love song. Adolf said something about uh, what about the, the humans humans kinds of songs that are based on two notes or three notes or very simple melodies and. Julie said, oh, you, you mean like this, you know, and they started to play it. And he played it from beginning to end. <laughs> so, yeah. so suddenly there was a melody, and we had no place for it, had no title. It was just that, as I say, it was da-da-da, <laughs> and a big smash at parties for a long time. And he did it as da-da-da at Oh, yeah, he sang it as da-da-da, and everyone loved it. And we thought we could never match that, possibly, as a lyric. But... Uh, Finally, and as, as most things happen in musicals, uh, it came out of the book. The situation uh, arrived when we were writing the book of the, the heroine saving the hero from uh, despair and disaster. And uh, we said, oh, and we were looking for a place to put this song. And we thought of the phrase, just in time, which fitted da-da-da. Just in time. I found you just in time Before you came my time Was running low I was lost The losing dice were tossed My bridges all were crossed Nowhere to go Now you're here and now I know just where I'm going No more down 
in time You found me just in time And changed my lonely life that lovely day Judy Holiday is, is so extraordinary. I mean, I, when you think of the party's over, it's hard to almost disassociate her. I'm sure a lot of people have recorded it, obviously, yes. but there's something magical about the response of the song to her voice and, and vice versa. Yes. Well, it's a simple thing. Judy was a genius. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she uh, was an extraordinary actress and, uh, and, her, and extremely musical. And the party's over. It's interesting you mentioned that because actually Judy said, "Look, I'll I'll do anything in this show, but sing a straight ballad," because you know we had we we had come from uh, the world. You know, the review was doing satirical songs and all that. And she said, "I can do comedy material, and I'll do anything." We said, "Judy, we've yeah. we've sat we've stood around piano so many years, and you've sung so many songs, ballads, wonderfully." So I couldn't get up and sing it in front of people. And but we knew one thing about Judy that she loved to sing harmony parts, obble gobble, she called them. She'd do great <laughs> obligatos to everybody else's singing, you know, in a high or a low or ranging voice. Obligato. And she loved to do that around around the piano and so forth. When we wrote the parties over uh, it was presented to her this way as the harmony part of something that would be sung and could she learn it and, and it would accompany the melody it would, yes so this, this was not the melody she wouldn't oh. have to worry she wouldn't have the melody she learned this as a harmony part and she learned it and she sang it and uh, we said, well, don't tell us you can't sing this because you can. Yeah, that's some mean gobble. As a matter of fact, she sang it so so kind. She sang it the facing corner. the wall so that we wouldn't look at her. She sang it. The party's over. It's time to call it a day. No matter how you pretend. Just make your mind up The piper must be paid The party's over The candles flicker and dim You've danced and dreamed through the night It seemed to be right Just being with him Now Musical Subways Are for Sleeping in 1961 was suggested by a book about people who live in the New York City subways. It's not a novel, it's separate sketches about these different people's lives, these oh. people who live these strange, minimal existences and uh, just get along. And included the girl in the towel. 
And the fellow, oh, and they don't. And the so your job is to weave guests. them together. Oh, they had yes. no. They had no connection. There's no oh. plot to Subways for Sleeping. They're separate little vignettes about various oh. people and how they how they live on the subways and so the doing is various to get, things. Get them to, to make a story of right, it. it was a sure. monumental job, which is yet to be done. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> no, no. We, <laughs> we read we read the book recently. Uh -huh. The book of the show. The, yeah. the book of the show. Mm. Yes, our, our book, mm. uh, and we were we were pleased. It was much better than we remembered. <laughs> you wouldn't think in this age of social security and unemployment insurance that people can get lost, but it's true. They still do. They can still get lost. It's Right under your eyes, all around the city, right under your eyes, all around the city. You wouldn't think in this age of psychoanalysis and modern housing developments that people can get lost. But it's true, they still do, they can still get lost. It's Right under your eyes, all around the city, right under your eyes, all around the city. While you busy bees are busy, busy buzzing in your eyes, we are busy, busy leading our peculiar lives. Solid folk, we look so neat and right. We take no handouts, all we need is enough to eat and a place to sleep at night. Subways are for sleeping, and so are so many other. Fade Out, Fade In, a satire of Hollywood in the 30s, starred Carol Burnett. At one point in the show, she impersonates Shirley Temple and sings, You Mustn't Be Discouraged. When you think you've hit the bottom And you're feeling really low You mustn't be discouraged There's always one step further down you can go When you're Just wait until tomorrow You may be lying flat 
Hallelujah Baby, the next Comden Green Stein musical, dealt with the provocative subject of race relations. I guess we were being, in a, in a sense, uh, daring uh, because we, uh, none of us are, are black. We felt it was an important show to write. Mm -hmm. And also we wanted there to be a show. There weren't shows around them with black entertainers on stage. Mm. And we thought, my God, it's a natural. There's so much talent around which isn't being used. Mm -hmm. Leslie Uggam singing My Own Morning from Hallelujah Baby. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Anything Goes with Paul Lazarus. Comden and Green joined forces with composer Cy Coleman to create the hit musical On the 20th Century. 
based on the famous play of the 30s. Most of the time we were sitting around trying to think of something and, and it was our idea to uh, musicalize uh, 20th century. Yes, and we talked science to it. Uh, we're always a little reluctant when we do an adaptation. We, we always feel, why, why, a thing works so well in the original, who needs this? But uh, we felt we had to do a show. And finally, uh, we really started happily embarking on it one day when we realized that, that it shouldn't be just a musical pastiche of the early 30s, but that the two characters were larger than life and uh, extravagant creatures. And we sort of, one day, Cy said, you mean something like this? He started playing something very Rossini-ish. He said, yes, that's it. That's what the whole show's got to be. Uh, that kind of comic... A comic opera, opera. feeling. Because right. once we right. got that yeah. feeling, right. we, we plunged in and had, had a wonderful time. Saddle up the horse without delay. Ship ahoy, we sail at break of day. century and we got the idea for life is like a train and and we saw the the four the four porters and we also saw it as a kind of finale it never worked out that way but we thought it might be a finale uh -huh. for the show we thought of it originally as a finale like, like the fall staff, fall staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. but we just thought of the utter absurdity of it Wasn't it Isaac Newton who said, 
life is like a train. No, it wasn't, he said, life is like an apple. Wasn't it Lord Chesterfield who said, life is like a train? No, it wasn't, he said, life is like a coat. Then who said it? Who said it? We did, we did. A Doll's Life in 1982 was an adventurous Comden and Green musical that explored the life of Ibsen's heroine, Nora, after she slammed the door. Every show is a new experience, you know, and uh, this was a completely new experience because we, uh, we were prepared inwardly for a mixed press. You know, a divided press. You know, we felt something like that is bound to happen, and, mm-hmm. and we rarely delude ourselves about things like that. We just you keep your fingers crossed. That's all. And uh, so, so we weren't prepared for the, for the rather. <laughs> it's not as if the the critics would start by saying, uh, "Here's a show with a lot of faults," but and then say some of the good things, they had nothing good to say about it. There's a song, uh, Learn to be Lonely, Mm -hmm. in the score, and uh, now when Adolf and I do a party, um, I sing this song. Not a performance goes by that we don't get letters about it, or phone calls, or somebody wants to know where they can get the music. It it is something that really impresses people Mm -hmm. and moves them. Make a new start like a new chick Scratching, fighting, cracking out of its egg Shake your wet feathers dry Straighten that wobbly leg Take a solitary stance Or a solitary dance And learn to be Make a new life Like a new star Twinkling, sparkling, burning Glad to be born Shine alone in the sky Feeble but not forlorn Getting brighter every hour To a million candle power And Face to look into to find your reflection. 
night With no head on the pillow beside you With no hand you can reach for to hold Your secret self must guide you Use your time alone to grow strong And discover the hidden being within you Make a new you Like a new sun Whirling, spinning, rolling free through the skies Like a lone butterfly Open your wings and rise Worse than being on your own Is to mate and feel You've had probably one of the longest, if not the longest, uh, successful collaboration in, uh, as far as I know, musical theater history. I mean, first of all, how do you do it? <laughs> how do you still keep writing together and, and, and keep working together? Well, we used to give the answer, simple fear kept us fear together. Fear and hunger. Fear alone and hunger. It, went, it worked well, so we thought, why not do it again? And then we kept, we kept on working together. And we meet every day, and we're friends. It's gone on and on. Yeah, we still are. Yeah. And we're many, many anxious to make more. good. Life is like a train. 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 Life is not like an apple. Life is like a train. Life is like a train. Life is like a train. Pain. Life is like a train. Life is like a T. Life is like an R. Life is like an A. Life is like an R. Life is like an A. Life is like an R. Life is like an A. Life is like a T. Life is like a train. 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 Listening to the conclusion of a two-part look at the careers of book writers and lyricists Betty Comden and Adolph Green. 
Sound mixing by David Rapkin. Associate producer Jeff London. Anything Goes, Backstage with Broadway's Best, is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information and bonus materials, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.